Hey guys, welcome back. Just to give you a heads up on what you are about to hear, I had a coworker come over and I thought we were going to record a little bit about cruising, but she wanted to play with some coloring in my hair, so we opted to do both at the same time. <laughs> so, <laughs> I hope you enjoy it. Hey guys, Connie here, and I know it sounds echoey, but I'm in my bathroom, and my friend Cecilia is with me. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but we're doing two things today. She is putting some temporary color in my hair, and she's going to ask me some cruise questions. So I'm going to let Cecilia introduce herself and tell us a little bit about the colors she's putting in my hair. Go for it. Hello, my name is Cecilia as Connie mentioned, and I am a licensed hairstylist, and normally I would be putting either permanent hair color or even temporary hair color, which some people call semi-permanent or demi-colors. This is a product that I actually found on Instagram that is, they are color, sort of like a styling gel, like a pomade, but it's more of just really for the color itself. It's a pliable gel that you put on, sort of run it through like you would a regular gel. However, to get the color to go all the way through, I am using a comb. Now this color is like a gel. It's like I said, it's not, a um, not even a semi-permanent. We don't need any chemicals. We put the gel straight onto her hair and Connie can wash it out when she's ready. Cool. We're not exactly sure how this is going to work <laughs> so far. Uh, we are putting the gel on her on her uh, salt and pepper hair, <laughs> and <laughs> it's blue. <laughs> and the fun part about it is she can have fun with these colors and wash it out later. And I will be snapping a few shots and putting them on my blog, so you'll be able to see it there. Also on my Instagram. So once you see the product in, in its um, totality in the pictures, well, if you have more questions, you'll be able to write in or uh, mm -hmm. let Connie know. If you have questions, you want to do this as well. We can uh, definitely point you to the right direction and or uh, give you instructions on how to get the product. Right. Um, looks like so far, this is pretty fun. It's working. Her salt and pepper is turning very blue. <laughs> <laughs> and we have three colors here today. Yes, we have, uh, we have some blue and we have some green. We're going to be doing some blue and green. Uh, I wanted to play around with the green um, in honor of tomorrow being St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And Connie loves blue, so that's why I brought over blue. <laughs> so we're going to... We are experimenting with these two colors to see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, one of the fun things about, for myself, I've always enjoyed experimenting with colors um, ever since I was a young girl, grew up in a salon and watched my mother experiment with colors. So for me, getting to experiment with something that comes out within the washing is actually a lot of fun. <laughs> because yeah. there, there are some products out there that if we put it in, it would be at least a week to come out Ooh. and sometimes um, six weeks Ooh. to come out. And products that take six weeks, which are called demi-colors, 
they actually tend to leave an interesting color of residue. Oh. So right now we're using a blue, and if any of you have experimented with any of these colors, if you put different types of colors, like say blue or green, on bleached or white hair, the residue that they tend to leave is a lovely shade of green. Oh, geez. So that's not always oh, a whole lot of fun, no. unless you're you know 20 years old and, and you like that sort of thing. <laughs> which we tend to um, no. see plenty of those people, but we, um, so this is kind of fun where we're getting to see the, the color, her hair color actually turn blue and she'll be able to wash cool. that later. I'm actually gonna pause this recording so I could take a couple shots and then we will resume. Sound good? Sounds good. Okay. Okay, we're back. I took a couple of pictures, and as we progress, I'm going to stop, take pictures, and, you know, we'll see how this turns out. This is fun. I'm having a blast. This is fun. I, I definitely love to experiment on people, and, and Connie's a whole <laughs> lot of fun letting me experiment on her. <laughs> <laughs> so you had some questions you mentioned to me the other day at work. Yes. That you had questions about cruises. Yes. So, I had a question because Connie is definitely uh, um, a lot of fun to listen to about her cruising, and she's been inspiring me to be more curious about cruising. Uh -huh. But one of the one of my issues that um, I've had is I've had a deep fear of the nausea that comes along with motion sickness. My brother-in-law, when he went on. Um, his cruises, he would unfortunately get sick. He really? Yes. He was always, um, my sister, she would do really well, but my brother-in-law, he would tell us that it would take him at least a couple of days to get used wow. to. And that he would be mostly in the, in the cabin. Oh, feeling, that's terrible. Feeling unwell. And then I have a girlfriend of mine whose husband, he would kind of go through the, the same thing. Now, however, with that gentleman's experience, <laughs> He would usually get started on drinking oh. before they even started. So I don't really yeah. take his account no. too much. That's not good. Give it too much. Let me ask you this. Do you know if your brother-in-law took any Dramamine? Right now, I couldn't say. Okay. I have to ask. actually ask, so I don't know for sure. Okay. Because um, it's extremely important that you take it before you even set foot on the ship. Okay. So once you've, you know, you've cleared, you've checked in, they've sent you upstairs and, you know, you're waiting to board, I think that's when you should take it. Oh. So the ships usually leave around 5 p.m. You usually board between 11 and 1. And the ship just sits there. It's not moving. But, you, you know, that's you have your chance to explore the ship, go eat, blah, blah, blah. So I strongly suggest taking it before you step on the ship. That way it's in your system and working, you know. Have you ever had to take it? Connie? No, I have never had to take it. Uh, I only know of one friend who has taken it. She was, I don't want to say afraid to cruise, but she was leery for that very reason. And in her excitement, she forgot to take it. So once the ship started to set sail and we left the calm harbor, 
she started to feel queasy, but she took it right away at that point, and within half an hour, she was fine. And she didn't have to take it again, the whole rest of the cruise. So now what I'm curious about taking the Dramamine mm -hmm. is, now does it make you sleepy? Does it make you drowsy? She said it did not. Okay. It had no effect on her other than it helped, you know, get rid of the nauseating feeling. Now, I do have high blood pressure. Is okay. that affected as well? That is a good question. I would say if that were the case, you should ask your doctor mm. before you even book. Say, look, I'm thinking of going on a cruise, and I know I get motion sickness. What can I take with my high blood pressure? Because there are various you know, products on the market, and I don't know how they would affect each individual person. So I'd rather... Ask or ask a nurse specialist, you know, to make a recommendation. Okay. That's a good question. I never thought of that. Yeah, because I was wondering if um, the, the different motion or the, ex you know, the mm -hmm. excitement of the motion mm -hmm. would actually affect my blood pressure. I've always kind of wondered that. Okay, that, no, because I have high blood pressure. I've had it for about five years, and it, it doesn't bother me at all. Now, granted... The salt in food, you know, is not good. However, you can say low, you want a low-sodium uh, menu. Mm. And you do that at the time of booking. Okay. And then if you eat in the dining room where you have an assigned waiter or waitress, they know immediately, oh, Cecilia, she wants the low-sodium diet, so they'll bring you that menu. Oh, nice. Yeah. They have different things. They've got, like, people who dairy-free. I tried that one time, but they took it overboard. <laughs> I had ordered a, <laughs> um, uh, what's it called, a pork chop, but that was breaded with Parmesan. Well, they brought me a plain pork chop. And I said, what happened to the breading? Oh, well, it has Parmesan. That's dairy. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I just, then then I realized, no, skip the no dairy. Just don't drink milk. <laughs> but, you know, some people are extremely sensitive or they don't eat dairy products. So right, right. they have vegetarian menus. Yes, which so, I personally am. I, yeah. I'm a... I would say I'm about 98% vegan. Okay, so you can still go and enjoy your cruise, and you don't have to feel like your eating options are limited. Okay. That's a good thing. Oh, that's exciting. Now, mm -hmm. I've heard some great things about the food. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good. There's so much to choose from. And different cruise lines are known for, you know, different uh, restaurants and whatnot. The majority of my cruises have been with Carnival. And while I'm not crazy about the buffet, I do love eating in the main dining room. And I do love eating up up by the pool deck. They have Guy's Burgers. Now, if you watch the Food oh. Network, Guy Fieri from Diners, Drive-Ins, and oh, Dives. wow. Yeah. He now has several burger joints with Carnival ships. And he also has on the newer ships, it's called Pig and Anchor, which is a barbecue uh, smokehouse. Okay. So, oh, I'm so dying. Do you have to pay extra for the the burger joint? No, ma'am. Yeah, <laughs> it's included. Oh, that's yes. all included? Yes, yes. I did not know that. Yeah. Now, his other barbecue place, the Pig and Anchor, at lunchtime, it's included. If you want to eat dinner there, there's a nominal fee, I think, of like $12 per person, okay. which isn't bad. So, that's the one thing a lot of cruise lines are going with what they call uh, specialty dining. Where they have these 
fancy, I don't mean fancy as an elegant and dressed up. I mean really cool food experiences. Uh -huh. But if you want to eat there, you do pay a little bit more. You what know? would be more? What okay. Is your idea well, more? to give you an example, on my last cruise, I went with Norwegian and we wanted to eat at the Mexican restaurant, which was called a specialty restaurant. So our dinner for two of us, along with the margarita each, was $50. Oh, okay. Okay. And we had a full-on dinner. Then one night we decided to go to their barbecue, which is called Q. And we ate to our heart's content. We got what they called a sampler platter that had all types of meats. And they had corn on the cob and salads and cornbread and blah, 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 blah. blah. Then we ordered this huge dessert to share. And that was $65 for the two of us. Okay. So oh, for the two of you? Mm -hmm, for the two of us. So that's about $30. Yeah. Person. Yeah. So it just depends on what you get. You can go into these specialty restaurants and just order an appetizer and drink water. And that's all you're paying for is maybe $6 for the appetizer. Okay. You know, and depending on what you get. Okay. And are the... Are the the helpings are they pretty good? Yeah, they're decent. Yeah, they're decent size. They don't skimp like when you see <laughs> sometimes in the movies or commercials and these fancy, uh, fancy schmancy restaurants, and it's one little tiny piece of meat and one asparagus. It's <laughs> one like, little uh, round scallop and yeah. like a sprig of rosemary uh -huh. over it. And okay. it's like, really, you expect me to consider this dinner? <laughs> yeah, no, no, the the servings are very generous. Um, I was super impressed with the buffet on Norwegian. Uh, it was huge, first of all, divided into sections, so you didn't have to like get in line and then wait while people were, you know, fixing their salads. And really, you don't want salad; you just want to skip it and go straight to the chicken or whatever. You can bounce around, so that makes the flow really good. So as far as when, okay, so that brought up a good point, that uh -huh. while you're in line trying to, you know, get your, your different foods at the buffet, mm -hmm. um, in which earlier you had mentioned you're not really very um, fond of the buffet, um, but so are there usually a lot of people contending? What is the attendance like in a at a buffet? Okay, it, it depends on what time you go. Now, most people generally eat by the clock, <laughs> and by that I mean, oh, it's noon, let's go. You know, oh, sure. oh, it's five o'clock. Let's go. And I've never been that way. I get hungry maybe around 10, 30, 11. Yeah. Or for dinner, I get hungry about either four or maybe seven in the evening. So I usually avoid the big crowds. So if you're willing to adjust your eating time a oh, little okay. bit, you know, you will avoid the crowds. But if you straight up have to eat at noon, just know you're going to be in line. Depending on the ship again, uh, like I said, on Carnival, I wasn't that crazy about the buffet. On Norwegian, I loved it. We ate at the buffet every day. Why did you not care for the buffet at um, Carnival? I just didn't care for the food and the selection of the food. And it seemed like they had almost the same stuff day after day. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it was kind of like a... Would you compare it to, like, say, like a casino type mm -hmm, buffet? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so the food was, oh, okay. Yeah. It was okay. It wasn't horrible. Like, oh, gross, I'll never eat here again. But. It just wasn't as impressive as yeah. what you can, you can get in on other. Right. And other right. areas. So on Carnival, I tend to stay and eat 
in like the main dining room for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, unless I'm getting one of those guys burgers, which, oh my God, I love those. <laughs> so good. Oh, and he has a vegetarian burger too. He's nice. got a veggie burger. Sounds so, delicious. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, how exciting. Yeah. I am. I am also, I, I don't know if this is a real concern, but I am very interested in, as Connie knows, I'm very interested in uh, crime, crime podcasts and so on, and um, crime shows. And so one of the things that, um, there was a few of them that I had watched where a young lady went, she got kidnapped. They were in um, foreign waters, and she had gotten kidnapped. She got kidnapped right from, they believe, right from the boat itself, they believe, while it was docked really? in, another, in another country, which unfortunately I can't remember Whoa. exactly where they were at, but they were in another country, and the young lady went missing. The family was not able to find her. Um, they had believed that they might have seen some... They hired a private investigator, and they believed they might have found her. But so in another case, there was also, um, in foreign waters, there was a gentleman who they believe may have pushed his wife off the boat. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah. So these are the types of things that I've been a little concerned about <laughs> as far as <laughs> as far as uh, being able to just, you know, one thing I'll... <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if I get, you know, a little too paranoid. Um, but, you know, these are, you know, these have been real concerns of mine as far as being on the boat and big bodies of water. Mm-hmm. I um right away of course go right back to Titanic (laughs) (laughs) but I do know I have seen shows where uh on these new uh, floating cities Mm -hmm. that they also have a lot of uh, floating devices that you know can save everybody on the boat yeah doesn't have to be women and children first right well actually dad this trip sorry kids yeah well it was because of the Titanic sadly that it changed maritime law so there has to be enough lifeboats for everyone on board. Okay. Everyone on okay. board. That's what I yeah. did here. So that's that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So now as far as being in foreign waters. Okay. Um, you had mentioned that three miles away from From our... the coast, yeah. So it's still considered the United States if you're within three miles. Mm-hmm. Once you cross that, you're in international waters. And... Uh, yeah, you're just out in the water. <laughs> okay, so and then um, as far as when it comes to, um, I don't know, um, being under siege, does that, is oh, that something that comes? that has happened in the past out in, okay, I might even name the ocean incorrectly. I'm thinking Indian Ocean, maybe off the coast of Africa somewhere or out near the Mediterranean, I mean, and I'm just going by news stories that I vaguely remember, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, it can happen. Um, I tend to stay, like, within the Caribbean. Oops, hang on, we'll be right back. Yeah? Okay, (laughs) but I can cut that out. Okay, let me um. Oh, it's still recording. <laughs> I'm 
gonna leave it in. Okay. <laughs> okay. I vaguely remember some stories about pirates taking uh-huh. over ships. Okay. They've never been cruise ships, if I'm not mistaken. Which I find so fascinating due to the fact that, you know, you have well, I guess when you think about it, there really isn't a a whole lot that they could get maybe from well, the cruise ship. Like the person's valuables, you know, a lot of people have mighty fine jewelry. Mm-hmm. You know, diamonds, gold, Rolex watches, whatever. Um, but I think I've only heard of one incident like that, and it was either the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, but security has gone through the roof oh, since so the, 9-11. So the crews do, they do yes. security. Well, let me give you an example. Back in, when I took my first cruise, okay, that was, what I say, 84? Mm-hmm. All right, now in 83, my parents went on their first cruise. At that time... You could take your whole family on board to explore the ship and have a free lunch mm-hmm. because it was good advertising for oh, them. Nice. That's what got me hooked. You know, I'm like, oh my God, I got to get on this ship. So when I went on a cruise, same thing. I, family, friends could go on, have a little bon voyage party, no problem. But since 9-11, oh goodness no, you've got to make sure you've got all your proper documentation before they let you anywhere near that ship. And everyone going in and out has a card. Sorry to interrupt Uh you, but so as far as proper documentation, what are we talking about, um, all your proper documentation? Uh, You have to have, depending on where you're going, like right now you can still cruise to Mexico with just your driver's license and birth certificate. But you have to have the birth certificate. Okay. Uh, anywhere else, you need your passport. Okay, so would that be my, what I would, would that be all my proper, would yeah. this be my passport? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, and since airlines are switching towards that in the future, you know, it's best just to go ahead and get the passport because they're good for eight to ten years, somewhere oh, okay. around there. Yeah. So once you have that, you know, you've got to show it and prove who you are, who you say you are, and they look at that, and they look at your driver's license, and they scan them both. And so what type of security are we talking about? Well, okay, once you check in and you, you show them this, these two forms of ID, then they issue you a card. It looks like a credit card. It doesn't have your picture on it, though. It just has your name and your cabin number, and that then becomes your everything on the ship, okay? So before you even step foot on the ship... There's a, a crew member with this little machine, and you hand him the card. He inserts it into this machine, and it, your picture comes up, and so it shows that it's you. Then he gives it back to you, and you get to go back on the ship. So you can't even get on it without doing that. Once you're on the ship, that card unlocks your cabin door, buys drinks, or if you're paying for the extra food, anything like that, your card is your everything while you're on the ship. Okay. Now, when you're in port and you leave to go explore for the day, you can't get back on the ship again without getting in line, handing your card to the crew member, and they scan it in that machine, and they scan your purse and your shopping bags and all that stuff to make sure you're not bringing in any contraband. Okay. And then you're allowed to get back on the ship. Now, as soon as you talk about security, the first thing I think of is, you know, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, standing there with like this 
full body armor and ready to, you know, if the pirates attack, here comes the rock and he's like gonna swing down through the through the foyer and protect the whole protect the crew and That'd be awesome if it was the rock. <laughs> I'm sure they have like real full on trained security on board. They're just not visible. Oh, and that's okay. more for a little more uh, covert. Yes, okay. covert right. exactly. So we're not all scared that right. you know something mm-hmm. bad's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. do we have this? Train yeah. killer looking guy. Yeah. Walking around the boat. Okay. <laughs> with, a, with a rifle. Yeah. The Robocop kind of going uh-huh. around the is everybody okay? Yeah. We're being scanned. <laughs> I, I would actually probably feel take comfort in, in this thing rolling around going, We will <laughs> We have constant visuals, Cecilia. You are safe. I I would sleep at night. Okay, so all right, that gives me uh, that makes me feel a little bit better knowing that you know they take that much precaution. Yeah, they do. They really do. Okay, nice. So it's good in knowing that you're protected mm-hmm. on your whole trip. Mm-hmm. All right, that sounds pretty good. And you know, it sounds cliche, but a lot has to do with common sense. I see every cruise. I'll see young people mostly who get falling down drunk. <laughs> And, you know, they do all kinds of stupid crap. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that get in trouble. I mean, it doesn't happen every cruise. What are we because, talking about? Well, falling overboard for one. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's been another one of my fears. Yeah. A few months ago, uh, and there was even video, she was just literally stupid drunk. Oh, boy. And she sat on the railing. Now the railings aren't really low. They're up higher, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, but so she, she got so she, she sort of climbed up on it. Mm-hmm. She oh. climbed up on it and sat down and then fell back. Oh my god. I, yeah, it's horrible, but uh, So know. did she fall to the to the water? Into the water, yeah. And yeah. those things look like they're probably a thousand feet tall. Yeah. And oh good lord. Yeah, you're you're a goner. It's very rare when someone is found alive. Oh my After goodness. falling into the water, yeah. Not too long ago, a crew member fell off oh, on a Norwegian Lord. ship. Yes! And he was spotted the next day. Another cruise line saw him and rescued him. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. You said you're, you're hired. Yeah. <laughs> Can you work today? <laughs> you look like you're dressed. Can you work today? <laughs> you're hired on the spot. <laughs> That all made it to the water just fine. I think we can use you. Yeah. We got your sea legs. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, Miss Connie, I think we're ready to Ooh. use a blow dryer. Oh, really? see how this is going to look. Okay, well then, folks, I'm going to put this on hold, and we're going to continue with my hair. Or rather, no. We're going to finish my hair, and then we'll record again. Okay, we're back, and I'm going to let Cecilia tell you a little bit about my hair. So this was actually a lot of fun, a lot more fun than when I experimented with it. Um, Experimenting on Connie's hair was actually a little bit um, easier than I have dark brown hair, and Connie on her um, salt and pepper hair, the blue really took to the, the white of her hair, but also... It took pretty well to the rest of it, and we noticed a few um, 
not so delightful things that happened with the green <laughs> yeah the green color sort of left a really odd residue it didn't work very well but the blue itself was very vibrant and it showed up well on throughout all of her hair mm -hmm. I even did a purple streak on the side <laughs> and the purple came out really cute yeah. very vibrant yeah another thing that we noticed with this product that was very surprising was that how it brought out her natural curls. After we worked the product through, we watched a YouTube video to get a little bit of an idea of what am I doing wrong? What could I do better? <laughs> so a young lady described the product itself on her lovely dark natural curls and her hair showed the, this beautiful vibrant color. Mm -hmm. And so I followed a little bit of uh, what she was saying However, we already had the product on Connie's hair and used a little bit of her Aussie Kids Detangler. Mm -hmm. And that seemed to, I just sprayed it on, scrunched her hair, and voila, instant perm. Yeah. Her natural curls came out, so the product itself is a wax, but it sort of worked as a curl activator. Yeah, it was weird. But now, next time we do it, I'll try putting the detangler on first and then that waxy color yes because on the video the youtube video the young lady she mm -hmm. put a lot of she started out with her her uh i want to say it looked like some type of an oil she started out with and then a creamy substance some kind of a <laughs> creamy substance and then she put the product on it and then even added some oil to the root of her hair however this lovely young beautiful model she's a um, african-american young lady mm -hmm. and so she did quite a bit more to her hair because of her natural curls however with connie's i believe that she would be okay with just using just the um the tangler mm -hmm. and then going over it with mm -hmm. the the wax right because it's got conditioning in it and it's a leave-in product mm -hmm. so I think it's going to work even better next time. I think so, this. too. Yeah. And it's, it was a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. And watching Connie get transformed into this. <laughs> she looks like a like a superhero. Or it's actually it's this lovely blue and blue and purple. purple. Very vibrant. You'll see it in the pictures. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a lot of fun. That's I cool. It. And I, I did take pictures. And then once I put on some makeup, I'll take a couple final pictures. And all of those will be on my blog which you will find at theenemyisgood.blogspot.com. And let's see, what else? Okay, we have to continue with our cruise talk because we yes. have some questions about that. So we'll be back in a moment. Okay, guys, we're back and uh, we're going to continue our cruise questions segment. So, Cecilia, you had another question for me? Yes. Since I am a woman of uh, not very much means. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, um, sister. Yes. I, I do have a decent income, but not really. I don't have a whole lot of extra to save for cruises. And mm -hmm. what really turned me on to the idea of the cruises was when you were talking about how you're able to save for your cruises and for me personally i have nowhere even to begin to think about where how do i save who do yeah. i talk to do i go to a travel agent um or do i just go online yeah. do i what would be your okay 
ideas. First step is you make the decision you want to go. Uh, like you, I, I don't have a lot of extra income, so I have to plan out far in advance. The last cruise that I just got back from, I booked two years in advance. And I know a lot of people tell me, I don't know what I'm going to be doing two years from now. Well, guess what? <laughs> Neither do I. But I'd rather have the option to say, you know what? I'm going to cancel because you get your money back. Nice. So you decide you're going to go. You pick out a date one to two years out in the future, and you make your deposit. Normally, I go online and do it all myself. In the old days, I used to use a travel agent, but now everything is available at your fingertips. Um, if it's going to be your first time, then I would suggest calling the cruise line itself. I actually uh, recommend that for, for one very important reason. If you're not familiar with the ship at all and you have issues with sleeping like me, I need it quiet. I don't want to be over the disco. I don't want to be over the theater or over the restaurant or right under the pool area. You know, no, no nothing like that. So the cruise line representative can actually tell you where in the ship would be the best option for you to book. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people don't think about that. Here's another clue. Um, don't be anywhere near an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I what, why? Well, the elevators make noise in the walls, for one. Oh. And then there's always those drunks that are falling out of the elevator at 3.30 in the morning, making lots of noise. And then they pound on your door because they think it's funny or they think it's their cabin and they're knocking and my key doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Do not book near an elevator. I'd probably invite him in and throw some cold water on him. How you like that, sugar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. I never yeah. thought about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so if you're under the pool, what are you going to hear under the pool? Uh, people, they like to rearrange the, the, I wanted to say lawn chairs. No, there's no lawn. <laughs> The recliners, you know, the, what are they called? Oh, yeah, the chase, the chase the lounges. Chase lounges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or okay. chairs. And they drag them on the on the oh. deck. So that sound goes down. Yeah. I never even thought about yeah, that. Yeah, I know. It's a lot of things you don't you don't think of except for, you know, trial and error. If it happens to you, then you think, ugh, next time. I don't want to be anywhere near that. And so under the theater? What do you mm -hmm. think under the theater? The theater because, or above the theater usually, um, because if there's a loud production going on and the music and boom and drums and bass oh, and blah, shoot. it's going to resonate through the walls and you know, you'll hear it. So, oh, wow. yeah, it's yeah. so a lot so of things to think about. Is this something that as far as the being above or under the disco or the theater, mm -hmm. do these things go on till really late at night? Till about maybe one o'clock in the morning. Whoa. So it depends. If you're a night owl, then you've got no problem. Me, no, I go to bed with the chickens. You know, by <laughs> seven o'clock, yeah, I'm ready to go to sleep. And I'm out with the foxes. I'm up till two. So there, then you'd be fine okay. with a room either above or below like the disco or the theater. Because okay. if you're going to go to bed late, it's not going to be an issue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be an issue. Um, let's see. Now, if we're day sleepers, for uh -huh. Miss Miss Thing here, who still thinks she's 30 years old, uh, me, 
um, which I'm not anywhere near 30 anymore, but I mm-hmm. still swear I'm 30. <clears throat> and I like to party till, you know, yeah. till they're closing down the, the bar right. or the club. Right. And um, so if I want to sleep in, what would be some of my issues sleeping in? I would suggest, depending on whether or not you're claustrophobic, uh, mm. I like inside cabins because they're nice and dark. There's no window, okay? Uh, they're nice and dark. Um, if you'd rather have a window or a balcony, then, you know, you could get that. But there will be slightly more noise and light coming into the room. The good thing is that you can uh, put a do not disturb so your cabin steward doesn't come in and try making the bed while you're oh, snoring. Oh, no. <laughs> I'd invite him in, too. Come on yeah. in, cutie. <laughs> But it's not like the old days where you would put uh, one of those little, um, what is it, like a flag or a tag on the doorknob, oh, sure. you know, that somebody could turn around. It's not like that anymore. It's has to do with a little light switch uh-huh. in your cabin, and it's a light outside in the hallway. So if he sees that it's like red, do not disturb, and he knows not to go in the cabin. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So I could sleep in. Now, as far mm-hmm. as the noise... If I have a window facing outside, mm-hmm. if there are people walking by, can I hear them? No, there won't be people walking by. They're situated in such a way where people are not walking oh, by. Okay, so the window actually faces like the ocean. The, the ocean. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there are no uh, public walkways or even crew walkways right outside your window. So okay. that's not an issue. So you can sleep with your curtains open if you want. Oh. Yeah, because nobody's going to be coming by yeah because i think in the movie um gentlemen prefer blondes uh-huh. i think it is the one with um jane russell and marilyn monroe uh-huh. they're i think they're um i want to say i need to do my research but i think that um they are able to look in the window i think well of course it's probably a much smaller cruise ship i bet i bet it wasn't know? even a cruise ship yeah <laughs> Yeah, and one thing you have to remember, though, when you're in port, because about seven years ago, I went on a cruise with a friend, again, who had never cruised before, and we got, not a balcony, but we got a huge window, and I told her, now, remember, when we're in port, you got to close the curtains, Uh because she likes to sleep in the buff, right? (laughs) And uh, she goes, why? Nobody's going to see me. I go, just trust me. Close the curtains. Oh, well, I got up, went for coffee, whatever, let her do her thing. And when I came back, she's laughing and laughing. And I said, what's wrong? She goes, well, you warned me. And I go, why? What happened? She goes, well, I'm standing here getting dressed. And I look out and I see two guys in a tiny, teeny little rowboat out in the middle of the harbor with binoculars. Oh. <laughs> So she she gave oh, them a show. Funny. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, because you never know who's going to be out there on the water. <laughs> I mean, when you're in port, if you're yeah. out on the ocean and we're sailing, it's a sealed a sea day. Yeah. Yeah, that's not going to be an issue. Okay. But. Okay. Yeah, because I imagine, <laughs> I imagine, um, you know, as far as like on like Titanic, uh-huh. you know, and I keep referring back to a hundred something year old ship. That went down, but um, I I imagine you know their port the portholes you know yeah. being on the outside like yeah. like you're saying on the outside of the ship yeah. that makes sense and there were they were portholes back in the day now they're big windows like your oh, living room window really yeah yeah <gasps> no wonder they were able to see her yes oh my god that's so funny. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. I so, didn't even think of these questions. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So you've decided you want to go on a cruise and now it's cost, right? Exactly. Yes. Well, before you go that far, you've got to decide where you want to go. Naturally, the cheapest way is to sail from your local port. So for us, we're in California. That would be Long Beach or San Diego. Okay. okay. That way you don't have to fly anywhere. So that's the first thing you have to decide. Um, on my last cruise, it was out of Miami. So we knew we were going to have the extra cost of flights mm-hmm. and then a hotel room. Because if you're flying to your cruise, you never, never, ever want to fly out the day of. Because there's always some kind of delay. Oh. Always. always. Like my luggage almost got lost. Oh it was goodness. missing for a good hour and a half. Then they found it. But uh, yeah, it finally made it to oh Miami. But yeah, can you imagine if that would yeah if it would have been that day? And I'm like, ah, I don't have my luggage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I pretty much live according to Murphy's law. <laughs> so pretty much uh-huh. always prepare for exactly. what could happen because it usually does. Exactly. Okay. That's same okay. thing with me. So yeah, so you always fly out the day before. Okay, so we've established that's an additional cost. Okay. So if you're gonna avoid that, you fly out of your not fly. You sail out of your home port so to speak okay okay so then cost again is determined by your cabin type the least expensive are the inside cabins with no window okay now you don't spend that much time in your cabin really you sleep in there you shower you get ready and then the rest of the time you're out and about on the ship Mm -hmm. so i've always used or, or rather i've always booked the inside cabins This last time, because it was my friend's first time ever going to the Caribbean, we decided we were going to go all out, and we booked a balcony um, room, an extra large balcony, and towards the front of the ship, and it it was pricey. I think altogether with our flights and extra hotel nights and whatever, it was about $1,300 per person. <clears throat> okay, well that's so, not too bad. It's not too I was too bad. For you to say like four thousand. No, no. Oh, wow. I mean, okay. it can okay. go that high if you get bigger, fancier cabins. Okay. Oh yeah, they have thirteen hundred. That's yeah, not. They have that two bad. bedroom cabins. You know. Okay. Um. Yeah, because of course we still had a budget, even though we wanted to be fancy fancy. But okay. Now this is thirteen hundred. Was your person your pre flight or your um? Your... That included everything. That was my airfare. A hotel, because we were um, spending a night in two nights in Miami, one before the cruise, one after the cruise, and the cruise itself. Okay. And uh, that's well, not bad yeah, at no, all. No, not really, not really. When yeah. you think of all the entertainment and everything that's in, included, your food, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's not bad. Yeah, not bad okay. at all. So. And then, you know, we just, we put our deposit down and then they give you, well, depending on how far in advance, we booked two years in advance. So we had plenty of time to make payments. Whenever I had a little extra money or I had a house sitting gig or something, you know, I'd throw down whatever extra I had. And now this deposit, you give it to who? Well, it goes to the cruise line. So when you've contacted them online, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you give them their deposit online. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Online or over the phone. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, if you'd rather do it that way and talk to them and go, okay, here's my 
credit card number or whatever. And you did this two years in advance? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. They prefer that you do everything online. You can call them and ask questions and they can guide you. They can actually make the reservation for you. Um, but it's so easy. I mean, you can pick their brain all you want, take notes, and then go online and do it mm-hmm. at your own pace, mm-hmm. you know. Because okay. it's really easy to do. Their websites have so much information. They even show you uh, very detailed diagrams of each floor of the ship. And you can pick your cabin. Oh, nice. So, you know, if you look for those things, like you don't want to be over the engine room. And yeah. You don't want to be, <laughs> you know, near an elevator and, and that kind of stuff. So, Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting because I didn't even think about the... Um, the engine room, and then something that just occurred to me when you were bringing up that you don't spend a lot of your time in the room itself, that mm-hmm. you can move about, you know, the, mm-hmm. the boat. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a fun, another uh, referral back to Titanic. <laughs> this, this is really uh, going back here. So, now, when you're on the boat, are you at freedom to move about the whole boat? Absolutely. The whole ship? Uh-huh. The whole okay. ship. Okay, so, so not quite like Titanic. No. When you were first class, third oh, class. Oh, yeah. You, no. you, know, you uh, they actually had little fences and do yeah. not come in if you're... No, it's this is not like Rose, that at all. As Rose says on the, on the movie, <laughs> this is my side of the ship. So if you're third class, poor self mm-hmm. can't afford to... So this isn't... That isn't no, the case. No, it's we not the case. Ah, okay. Um, the cruise lines do have these areas that are, I don't even know how to call them. It, they refer to it as a ship within a ship. So basically, the cabins that these people are staying in are like five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000 oh, wow. per person. Nice. They have their own restaurant. Hello. They have their own sun deck. So, <laughs> in a way, it is kind of like Titanic-ish. Uh-huh. Okay. But the rest of the ship has so much. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't need to pay $6,000 more. Yeah. You know, yeah. just... But yeah. if you want to be all... You know, Miss Miss mm-hmm. Exclusive, I'm Miss Thing, you know, mm-hmm. here I come, Miss mm-hmm. Molly Brown. Yeah, if you and think I wanna... you're Kim Kardashian, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go that far. Yeah. But uh, Miss Molly Brown of the ship, and yeah. I'm going to, like, throw my money around, I can mm-hmm. have some private oh, you quarters. Could. And yeah. I can have, wow. Yeah. There are even some cabins that are so big, they're like two bedrooms. They have a humongous wraparound deck. That even has a hot tub. Nice. I mean, but we're talking bucks. We're talking Beautiful. big bucks. Okay. But yeah. 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 If you want to go big for say mm-hmm. like a um, a honeymoon or something, right? You know, there you go. Oh, well, I had some friends that they decided to get a huge suite that was actually meant for like six people. Okay. But it was just the three of them, mm-hmm. so it didn't cost as much because they split it three ways you know but yeah i'm done with that that would be fun yeah there's ways you know there's ways around it like i'm such a friggin light sleeper that i'm leaning more towards the solo cabins Mm -hmm. which a lot of the companies are doing now they're much smaller cabin but it's just you yeah. You know, so yeah, I'm a light sleeper as well. Yeah, so that's um, where I'm I'm leaning. So okay, so here here's another question that as we're talking about accommodations, I know that there are some cruises that you can take that are exclusive to say uh I don't know, we're 
retirement age. And then there's, oh, I, I yeah. don't know, actually, I'm just oh, yeah. I'm honestly no, discussing. you're correct. But um, I know that there's singles. I know that there's, um, then they have like the family trip. Mm-hmm. Now for me personally, what I would enjoy, um, I love children, love my children. I love children. Mm-hmm. I love my grandchild. But when I want to go on a cruise and get just silly, mm-hmm. I honestly don't want to, I don't want to fuss with other people's kids. Yes. I'm sorry, but I don't. And they finally are coming out with a cruise line Woo-woo. like that. It's called Virgin Voyages. Hello. It's by the same guy, Sir Richard Branson. He's the one that made Virgin Mobile, Virgin nice. Air, all these companies that he made. He's now making a cruise line. In fact, the first ship, they're already taking reservations for it, and the ship's not even finished yet. But it has to be 18 and over. Nice. No children whatsoever. Beautiful. And I, I hear what you said. I love kids. I love my Disney cruises. Oh, my God. They're so awesome. But there are times when you don't want to hear the little ones screaming and yelling right, and running right. around and having a meltdown. and Yes. Yeah. Because that would be me. Um, again, I do love children. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be, that would be one of my concerns as far as paying this high dollar amount to go on this vacation yeah. and I'm going to the pool and I'm getting mm-hmm. splashed by mm-hmm. you know little rocket junior over there that mm-hmm. decides to cannonball every time he has hey dad and yeah does his cannonball yeah. every time and I'm like really yeah and it happens you know it gets your book all wet or whatever oh yeah, yeah. no then we'd have issues yeah you got my book <laughs> wet junior you're going down <laughs> now, anybody see, seen my child not me let's <laughs> see that is not an issue for me because I'm not a pool person and I'm not a sun person. So mm-hmm. I'll be in the shade or I'll be in a lounge somewhere, <laughs> I'll be right? In the shadows. Yes, in the shadows <laughs> with my cocktails. Yes, nice. But by the same token, when I'm eating, yeah. I like to have nice, pleasant meal, conversation. I don't want somebody throwing a tantrum behind me and screaming yes. and throwing food. And yes, I've experienced that. Some kid a couple tables over threw piece of cauliflower Ooh. and it landed right on my plate i'd have oh my, issues yeah oh my, it, yeah seriously yeah the color would come out Ugh. of me we yeah. would have some issues I oh would... i was fuming you know in the cartoons when the smoke comes out of the ears and <laughs> yeah that was me i'd probably walk up to those parents and be like okay we got some issues here <laughs> security yeah we got some issues i'm speaking from experience flying vegetables yeah it's not that i hate kids i don't hate kids i've got one of my own so yeah yeah i've got two and i have two very pleasant well behaved but i can't say that for everybody else's (laughs) kids no that's true a lot of people i don't know what their problem is man seriously no that's that's a whole other podcast yes that is a whole other episode yeah it um that was is one of my concerns is going on one of these beautiful cruises mm-hmm. and I'm in this beautiful you know on this beautiful ship and I'm enjoying you know just looking out off into the water and there is people yeah. going you know yelling kids uh-huh. running you know bouncy yeah. ball just you know all over and another thing too to consider if you're not going to go with virgin voyages uh the time of year like don't cruise during the summer because 99% of schools are off for summer vacation you know I usually go in January Mm. or November so what are the what is the weather like out in 
the ocean. Well, depending on where you're going, uh, this January I went to the Caribbean and it was absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think the warmest day was 79. Beautiful. Perfect. The coldest day was 74. So it was perfect. absolutely perfect. Yeah, because I did yes. hear that out down in that area, because I went to Cancun. Mm-hmm. I went to Cancun in an August, which I hear, or sorry, in an August. Mm. In August, I went to it's Cancun hot. and I was told that that's one of your worst times because not only is it excruciatingly hot, but it's also mm-hmm. hurricane weather. I think hurricane weather is maybe late August, all through September yeah, and early October. Yeah, Because while we were there at the resort, this beautiful resort, we had an offshore uh, hurricane going on. Now mm-hmm. I have to say though, because I am definitely, you know, the eccentric, <laughs> I slept out on the deck. It oh, was wow. so beautiful. Wow. There was a almost kind of a mist, uh-huh. so to speak, but there was such an energy in the air and the way that it felt, it, it did get cold by about five in the morning. I had to go back up to the room because it was really cold, believe it or not, because the rest of the days were like a balmy 80 to 90 degrees wow. with like a 200 humidity percent humidity it was just oh my gosh you walk outside and instant fog your glasses Mm -hmm. um but it was still very um warm and beautiful and i enjoyed looking at Mm -hmm. this offshore hurricane now Mm -hmm. if we were on the boat oh they would avoid it um okay you know this is a a good time for a break so we're gonna put in a little commercial here and then we'll come back Okay, we're back, and uh, the last thing we were discussing was weather, hurricanes, and that kind of stuff. And they know, thank goodness, because of the communication systems that are in effect now, they know when uh, hurricanes are coming, and these captains will avoid them at at all costs. Now, I know you heard in the news last year there was one particular dodo bird who decided to sail through it, And there was all kinds of videos on YouTube of all these things falling on the floor and people falling down. And yeah, that is totally the exception. That rarely happens. These guys that are piloting the ships, they know their stuff. They know what they're doing. So yeah, I would not... I mean, granted, I'm not going to book in hurricane season, even though that's the cheapest time to go. But I don't like the heat. That's yeah. also when it's very hot, and I don't like it. So yeah, I yeah. do my sailings in January, February, or October. Yeah, that sounds good. That yeah. sounds perfect to me. Yeah. I'm not one for the heat mm-hmm. as well either. And also, if, you, if you're wondering, I mean, there's always Google. Thank goodness we've got the internet now. So you just Google July weather in Cancun, and it'll tell you sure. right away. And that's how you base your decision yeah, on the weather to book. Good. Speaking oh. of dodo bird captains, I think <laughs> I think of that other captain. I think it was in uh, I don't remember if it was Italy, the me- me- Mediterranean somewhere, where he was trying to reenact the the Poseidon adventure, and the whole boat went to the side. Oh my God, he crashed it! He yeah, crashed he was trying boat. to impress some woman, a I passenger. So. Yeah, and, and he ended up yeah trying to like I said reenact the Poseidon with yeah. the boat going. Com- I. Looking at the pictures of that beautiful boat mm-hmm. on its side, side yeah, was just horrific. Yeah. I mean, I know the Poseidon, of course, that's yeah, you know, a movie, yeah. but um, still, that's still a, a thought. It's when, horrible, you know, yeah. when you see these giant. When your friends had showed me at the travel convention, mm-hmm. your friends, you'll have to. Oh yeah, their, the cruise dudes. Yes, yes. the cruise dudes. Mm-hmm. They had shown us, shown showed me that new 
That that really big one was that the Virgin one, the big giant one, the one that. No, I think it was the Panorama Carnival's okay. new okay. ship. And um, so that one, I can't even imagine that thing flipping over. Yeah. Except for when my brother has told me about he was in the Coast Guard and he mm-hmm. told me about you know things that could happen mm-hmm. on the ocean, mm-hmm. but. I just, that's another big, I have to honestly admit, I was young when I watched the Poseidon Adventure. Yeah. And the thought of that thing rolling over, I Mm -hmm. mean, we're talking the ocean. Yeah. You know, we got a Ursula down there getting upset and tentacles (laughs) wrapping around that, of that ship. And she says. No, I got connections with Ursula. Oh, there we go. There we go. Well, you know, that brings up a good point (laughs) because you've not cruised before. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know there are a lot of people that have not cruised and they're on the fence. Should I? You start off with a short one. Mm-hmm. There are three and four night cruises. Nice. Um, that'll give you a chance to get your feet wet. Not literally, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you'll spend three nights on the ship. You'll get to see how it feels. You'll get to see all the stuff that goes on. And then... From there, you decide, yeah, I can do this for a week, yeah, you know, which nice. is seven nights. I am dying to do a 14-night cruise. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. one that leaves Long Beach and goes to Hawaii. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's that's Well, that's like that lady list. who, remember that story of that woman who, that elderly woman that just stayed on the boat? Yeah, she lives. There are several people that live, live on, on the, the boat. Ships. Hell uh-huh. yeah. They but just, it was cheaper and nicer yeah. than and living in a in yeah. a convalesce or a home. Right. That she right. just stayed on the boat because like, it cost her only four thousand a month. Yeah. And she just stayed on the ship. Yeah. That is so I know. I, that would be amazing to me. But. Yeah, because I mean I know personally from working in an assisted living facility mm-hmm. and you're looking at about four grand a month. And if you've seen those places, yeah. they're not the no, prettiest. They're not. And if you're staying in a place that you don't mind having all your little collectibles all over the place, <laughs> but you know, having them come in and clean your room mm-hmm. and your food is mm-hmm. done and heck wow. yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Talk about a beautiful retirement. Yeah. And seeing the world and oh Yeah. Wow. Okay. So my next my next question is we were going to, um, I was going to ask you about the um, other expenses. Oh, yes. Okay. There are other expenses, but that's controlled by you. Okay. So let's, let's do a, a phony cruise planning for you right okay. now. Okay. okay. So you want to try it out. You're going to leave from Long Beach, so you don't have to fly anywhere. And you're gonna book a three night cruise. Okay. Uh, the price of the cruise will include, of course, your accommodations, your entertainment, and your food. If you want soda, you have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Or they let you take on one 12 pack, brand new, sealed in the package 12 pack. You can carry it on. Now, why soda? What? No, I'm just saying if you want soda, people. If you want oh. to drink soda. Okay, so extras. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise you can get soda with your meal at the restaurant or... For an extra charge. Oh, really? Yes. The oh. food is included, but not sodas. Really? Yes. Not your booze either. Oh, okay. You pay for your booze, be it wine, beer, a shot of tequila, whatever it is. That's a separate charge. Why is that? Why, uh, why the soda? I don't know. They just, all of them charge for the soda. Now, they do have packages. For example, on Carnival, it's maybe 
$15 a day. I'm guessing because I've never purchased it, but let's just say $15 a day and you can have all the soda you want. So you pay that before you actually get on the cruise. You do that online and they'll give you, I think it comes with a special mug. And anywhere you are on the ship, you can have your soda refills all day long, as much as you want. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Then they have uh, alcohol packages where you don't have to worry about it. You just order your cocktails or your beer or your wine or whatever, as many as you want. Well, they'll cut you off. I think it's 15 a day, 15 to 20. (laughs) Oh, believe me, there are some people that try to get every single penny you know yeah. out of it because they their thinking is well i have to break even see i don't see it that way to me it's kind of like you don't have to worry about it i don't have to be counting pennies in my head okay can i afford another drink do i have to be careful because i don't want to get this bill at the end of the cruise that i spent three hundred dollars on on drinks that way i don't have to worry about it, it doesn't matter if i have three drinks in one day or eight drinks in one day it's just I don't have to think about it, mm-hmm. and that's the benefit to me, mm-hmm. okay? So it depends. Like on Carnival, I think it's oh, I think it's like $52 a day if you buy the drink package up front. So okay. that way it includes not just your alcohol. It includes bottled water, specialty fancy coffees. It includes malts. It includes sodas, uh, energy drinks. Anything like that that you would normally pay for, you don't have to now because you've got that drink package. Mm, okay. 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 But again, that depends on the cruise line. But we're still planning your phony cruise for, okay. for out of L.A. So let's say you want to be able to enjoy cocktails. So you're going to get your drink package and you're going to pay for that before your cruise. You'll book it online and put it on your credit card or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so once you get on the ship, you're covered. I mean, all your food is there. Uh, your drinks are covered because you've got the drink package. Now, if you want to buy some kind of souvenir or something, because they do have shops on the ship, they have this whole little section. It's like a mall. Oh, wow. So you can buy jewelry. You can buy watches, fancy perfumes, makeup. It's not like a mini Sephora, mm-hmm. you know, on the ship. They have like a little drugstore. Um, in case you forget something, but don't, don't, don't buy anything like that on the ship. If you forget like lotion or whatever, just wait till you're in port and buy that in port. Um, (laughs) that's a lot more expensive. Oh, it's a lot more expensive. Like a lot of people forget suntan lotion. So if you buy it on the ship, it's like $12 for a small tube. Whereas once you get into port, you go to the nearest drugstore and it's $4. Yeah. 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 Big difference. That's funny. But that's where you're going to have additional costs, you know. Uh, Like usually on the third day out, they'll have a sale. They drag out a bunch of t-shirts and stuff out to the pool deck and it'll be like, Two t-shirts for $20 or something ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you just use your ship card to pay for it. So those are the extra co- costs that you're going to accrue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So it's it's manageable, yeah. you know. I mean, I have gone on cruises where I have not spent a dime. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any alcohol, uh, didn't have soda, didn't buy any souvenirs. I still had fun. Yeah. You know, I still had fun. It's not like you have to have those things. Now, can you bring, because you mentioned you could bring 
um, soda and mm-hmm. you can bring water. Water bottles? No, you cannot bring water oh. bottles. Uh, you can order, pre-order, like on Carnival, for $6, you get, I think, a 12-pack delivered to your room. Okay. Okay? Unless you have the drink package, then your bottled water is included. Okay. So. Now, okay, now, um, one thing that I have, that I do is I juice celery and I drink protein drinks. Mm -hmm. Are these things that I could pre-make and bring with me? No, unfortunately, (laughs) no. I can't go without my... So how would I work that out, do you think? My advice would be to call the cruise line directly before you book and ask them what their policy is. They may be able to make them for you there. Yeah. You know? They may be able to give you like fresh squeezed orange juice or they may have a juicer on board where they could do the celery juice. I, you know, that's a great question. I've never heard anybody ask that question. Oh, nice. So that I'd be really interested to okay. find out. You know what? I just may call a cruise line and ask that question <laughs> just to find out. Okay, I'm going to do that. And then yes. I will record my findings on a future episode. Okay, which I look forward to finding out about um, because that is very important to me. That for health reasons, mm-hmm. I'm now juicing, mm-hmm. and I've gone to um, again. I am about ninety percent uh, vegan, okay. so I have a special diet, mm-hmm. and um, it's important that I don't, you know, yeah. have certain things that would be put in this juice. Right. That if I say went to like Jamba Juice, yeah, that type of thing, that they add all their like little extras. Right. Um, I can't have all those little extras because of the sugars. Yeah. And so on and so on, but wow. um, it would be important that, uh-huh. like for instance, the type of sugar, I any extra sugar that I use in any of my food uh-huh. is coconut sugar, oh. which is one very 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 light sugar, uh-huh. and then I also will use maple syrup and has to be a you know yeah the grade B yeah but it has to be a you know a maple syrup mm, or you know that I would add and which um, would also here's another interesting one as well I believe their food is you know pretty um, up there on mm-hmm. a, a high level of, of food quality mm-hmm. but I would have to have rolled oats oh. and not just instant oatmeal yeah I have rolled oats or steel cut oats so that's another thing okay. that as far as specialty diet, like yeah. that would be interesting to find out yeah. what they would do to accommodate somebody with a special yeah. diet. Because I'm also, I have a, I'm also gluten free and I know everybody yeah. laughs and makes fun of this. What, what is up with the gluten thing? And then all yeah. of a sudden it's a gluten thing. Well, here's my answer to that, that I always give back when people, I have a lot of people that will make jokes about, mm-hmm. you know, the the gluten thing and I've heard a lot of comedians make fun of that mm-hmm. well all those things um, and this goes to our 40 and up group <laughs> that all all of you people out there that you're wondering why do I have this strange flakiness mm-hmm. on my on in my hair why where am I why am I getting these um these let's see post post pubescent um <laughs> acne why do I have this acne on my back Mm-hmm. Why do I have this strange bloating in my tummy? I have this strange sort of smell coming from these <laughs> certain areas. Well, it's your gluten. Oh. <laughs> I have found out that now being in my, my mid-40s, what I have found out that I have been working through, trying to find out with all these different interesting um, aches and pains mm-hmm. that I have in my joints and these aches and pains that I have in these certain areas. And I've always had... 
um, growing up throughout my whole life, I always had beautiful skin. That's one thing I loved my hair and skin and my nails always just, um, never a problem. Now hmm. in my forties, my body has decided to say, welcome to everybody else's problems oh. in the world. Guess what? You're getting, you're going to get hives. Oh. Now I had experienced hives in my twenties before which I had a huge breakout of hives, which may have even looked a little bit more like shingles, oh, but wow. they were so odd looking that the poor doctor was, <laughs> you know, literally just scratching his head saying, I don't know what it is. Oh, whoa. So once I relaxed and I went to a few churches and had some, you know, some of that, those spiritual t- type of prayer <laughs> words like devil's out, <laughs> you know, and we're, they were going to lay hands on me and pray. Oh, no. and, they were all around me doing this, blah, 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 you know, and, and all praying. And I said, I don't care. You know what? I was in such a mess. You were ready to try anything at try that anything point. Try anything at yeah. that point. But at this, at, at that, anyway, um, the, yes, the, within, well, I think they actually scared the hives away. <laughs> <laughs> but so <laughs> the hives, you know, came back here and there with, uh, during um, high, high levels of stress. Well, during my, now my 40s, of course, I, I was told that weight loss would be difficult. Mm-hmm. Weight gain, of course, is, mm-hmm. is, you know. Very easy. Very yeah. easy. So, um, but what I noticed that, okay, one thing is, is learning how to accept being fluffy. And the <laughs> other, the other that has not been fun is these hives and the, the itching and the strange little flakiness and the, wow. the interesting little smells. And I, for me personally, I... I don't just cover them up. Mm-hmm. I don't just cover them up. I look for any type of home remedy. I do not like medications. Yeah. I am a freak, kind of like Jack Nicholson and as good as it gets. <laughs> I'm right up there with no, 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 no pills. I don't like pills. Wow. I okay. don't like um, steroids, all these other yeah. things. Yeah, so, so these are things that you would have to find out before yes. going on a cruise because it would be pointless for you to book one and then find out that, Everything you touch has gluten in it. Like, I mean, I know they have gluten-free breads and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But imagine if they didn't. Right. You couldn't cruise. And, yeah, you enjoy couldn't. the bread. Yeah. Because also, too, what's in a lot of the foods is soy, which I found oh, out recently. I can't have soy. Yeah. And so um, soy is possibly causing the hives. Yeah. So, and soy is in a lot of our foods. Like, we yeah. have corn syrup. Right. in a lot of things. Right. Um, there's, like, high sodium. Yeah. Um, and so the gluten... Um, I would have to find out. So yeah. that would be something interesting. That's that we definitely, I'm going to call. We'll make, once we finish recording, we'll make a list and I will call a couple different cruise lines Yeah. and ask them these questions yeah. and see what. I'll just say, well, my sister kind of wants to go, but she's asking me all these things. So <laughs> my sister, my sister's that one kid that has all the issues. Yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely find that out, and then They'll I'll record. They'll probably just give me a just salad. They'll say, sorry, don't, don't cruise with us. No, yeah. they wouldn't say that. <laughs> but it'd be interesting to know if you could bring your juicer on yeah, board yeah. and either, just juice in your room. Either huh? bring my juicer, which uh-huh. would just be, you know, almost funny, yeah. or if they would allow me to bring pre-juiced, yeah. you know, which um, if, if I could huh. bring it in some kind of receptacle that would, yeah. you know, keep it closed and safe, right? Um, maybe if I got it, you know, approved at, you know, huh. some point, if they could be put in some kind of a closed container, because wow. I'm sure, I'm sure I can imagine, this is what's going through my mind, when they allow um, 
say like a um, like you mentioned a con, um, like a case of soda mm-hmm. coming in, mm-hmm. and they are able to inspect it to make mm-hmm. sure that these you know the bottles are right. you know they haven't been opened or tampered uh-huh. with. So the first thing that went through my mind is I'm trying to you know smuggle my green juice. <laughs> Into onto the ship, as I can imagine them with this big eyebrow, you know, yeah. Detective Crusoe looking at me yeah. like, "Okay, lady, what kind of what, what kind of substance do you have? And what is this yeah. green juice? You know, is yeah. this some type of? Because I have heard that you do not bring cannabis mm-hmm. on, you know, the oh, ships. No. You know, Mm-mm. bring any types of drugs. So Mm-mm. I can imagine me telling them it's celery juice, and they're like, "Ah, uh-huh. sure it is. Sure. Let's test it first." Yeah. Let's test this quote-unquote celery juice. Yeah, because that that opens up a whole world of, you know, can it be refrigerated? Does it need to be refrigerated? Can I bring my own juicer? You know, all these questions. And so even though though a lot of you listeners out there, I can imagine, you know, somebody rolling their eyes saying, oh, just forget the juice for a week. (laughs) Go without the damn juice. So, yes, I, I totally agree. But when you get to a point when you're sick of being sick yeah. and you find out that you can actually get well with it, and it is literally people. I found out from somebody on Instagram, it's a doctor that has posted these posts that you literally take a stock of celery, throw it in the juicer, mm-hmm. out pops this, you know, salty juice, mm-hmm. which there's no salt in it whatsoever. However, the celery has, you know, its own salt. Interesting. So when I'm drinking it, it literally tastes like a soup. Like it oh, tastes wow. like, um, it tastes like it's been salted. So my daughter and I, we added a little bit of lime to it, of course, you know, mm. leave it to Latinas yeah. to add a little bit of lime in the coconut. <laughs> but, um... So we um, we added a little bit of lime and a little bit of apple, you know, to it to mm-hmm. kind of like spruce it up a little bit. Um, my daughter didn't seem too thrilled about the whole thing, but I chugged it down like I don't care huh. anything to make me well yeah. after all the posts that I'd heard. So I can imagine the listeners out there thinking, you know, give me a break, you know, curb the freaking green juice yeah. for a week. But seriously, it's something hey, that's very it's important. Helping. Very it, important to me that yeah. I would have to have this juice. Yeah. But if the boat, if the ship, the cruise line uh-huh. would accommodate something like that, oh, that'd be fantastic. You'd book. You'd book be, right yeah, now. Okay. Amazing. All right. Well, we will find out the answer to those questions and nice. report back to y'all. So, Cecilia, thank you so much. Thank for you. D- this was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, this turned out really great. And everybody, let's see. What do I have to let you know? Uh, once again, pictures will be on theenemyisgood.blogspot.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter under Mouse Connie. And that being said, I want you all to... Uh, oh, wait. You have something to say? If you have any questions about the... Um, color wax. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. Also contact Connie and yeah. we'll try to. I will answer. Yeah. I'll I'll ask Cecilia and you can email me at notstrictlydisney at gmail dot com. So that being said, go out and have fun. Go to Disneyland. Be good and be decent human beings, y'all. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's me with a quick little correction. It was really bugging me that I didn't know exactly where International Waters started, so I googled it, and it is 12 miles offshore. 12 miles. So, just letting you know, I checked myself. Bye.